0: This is the Mr. J Underground Podcast Network. Recorded Hideaway Studios, Hemlock Machine. You're chilling with Mr. J. Chillin' with Mr. J. I'm Mr. J. The Chillin' with Mr. J podcast may contain language not suitable for children. Also, the thoughts expressed by Mr. J in the Chillin' with Mr. J podcast are that of only Mr. J. Hello? Is this thing on? What's up? I'm back. Been a few weeks, kind of started getting back to life there for a minute, had some more cancellations, had another fear of a shutdown, blah, 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 Um, but we are trying to get back into the swing of things, and I have been cooking food for people, so it feels good. That's not my main reason. For not uh, making a podcast the last few weeks. I mean, there's always time to talk for an hour every week. Um, My reason is that one opened me up pretty good. And I think I was honestly scared to come back and talk to this thing, man. Apparently, some things just need to be said and it feels good. Even if they're not said to anybody. My Father's Day episode was my last episode. And that was about 20 minutes, I guess, of... Uh, whatever you want to call it but that 20 minutes comes from like an hour so there's 40 minutes that I'm just out there you know but um, still my feelings still my thoughts still my words obviously no one wants to listen to an hour of my bullshit so I knock it down to 20 minutes and we keep it easy today's episode time we are recording this it is 5 30 a.m on Monday morning July 13th Uh, Big deal, it's a Monday in July. What does it matter? Well, this is the exact time that one year ago I was driving home from family vacation, um, like my whole wife's side of the family, and telling myself I'm never going to drink again. You might say, well, Mr. J, that sounds a little weird because why would you be driving home from family vacation on a Monday morning at 5.30 in the morning? Well, while I'm driving home at 5.30 in the morning because I am sobered up enough from my last blackout night of drinking. It was a fun time. I was in a fun mood all weekend. I was having probably one of the best vacations I've ever had. Um, and then we're sitting by the fire and I guess three bottles of wine is um, a couple, one too many bottles of wine, I guess, um, along with my herbal medication, The lights went out. I was triggered by someone videotaping me. Just being an idiot, which, whatever, I'm an idiot all the time. Why does it matter? I don't know why it matters, but it did. And then when I get mad, I say hurtful, mean things. When I get mad and I'm drunk, I say really hurtful, mad, mean things. And I will say them to people. It's not the first friendships or... I don't even want to say friendships, Uh, communications with people, I have lost over drinking and alcohol. Some on my end, some on their end, but regardless, alcohol is a factor. When I was driving home from this blackout episode and I honestly thought that I ruined my marriage, I thought I was going to be on my own because you can't go to that place and not pay the consequences. I knew enough to pull myself away and get away from the situation before physical things started happening. Thankful, I guess, for my wife for stepping up and stepping up to me. My anger and stuff wasn't directed towards her. It was other members of her family. She had the balls to try to calm me down, and it was a mess. I was just in a beach mode, man. I was chilling all day. We were by the fire, uh, wine was going down good, and that was it, man. What, then the next thing I remember was just yelling and screaming and wanting to snap something in half. My wife bumped me up, told me to get my shit together, and what the fuck am I doing? And, you know, you're being an idiot. And I remember instantly coming from like a drunken rage to like a halt, like a silence. This is when I knew I had a problem. I I could foresee a bad thing happening, and I didn't do anything. I just stopped, and I literally just took off running barefoot in swim trunks down the side of the fucking highway road. I don't know how long I ran. I was obviously still drunk. Um, But I ran until I felt I was away from more negative shit happening. So I ran, and I walked down staircase to where the beach is we were over on um Lake Huron it was a beautiful spot for a vacation the house on the water it was like our second second third year going there but anyway so I just took off running because I did not I did not want to harm my wife physically or mentally anymore or at all that night so I just took off running and when I finally stopped I was out of breath I was sweating and I was like where the fuck what the fuck happened what was that why Over someone videotaping me, I lost my shit and said very, very mean things. It's not the first time I've done that. Um, I've paid the consequences. I've paid the price. I always own up and man up to my mistakes. Some people can handle it and we move forward. Some people cannot. And it dissolves right there. Anyway. I run down, I sober up, I go, I find the staircase down to the beach. I literally just sit in the water until I feel like moving. We're probably talking from the 3 to 5 o'clock in the morning range somewhere maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe a little earlier. Maybe like midnight to 1. So I make my way back when I think everything is down there and settled. And I find my way under the tents down by our beach where the chairs and all this stuff were. And I just tried to shut down for a few hours so as soon as it was daylight and I was sober enough, I could drive home which is what I did, not without convinc- a little convincing to get me to stay from my father-in-law, but at that time, it was best for me to go and break for a little bit. So that was more or less around roundabout, um, a small version of why I wanted to quit drinking, the final straw that broke the camel's back, the negative. I've moved on past that, and since then, it's been one year... Without alcohol. Well, oh, I take that back. It's been one year with one sip of alcohol. When I came back, before I went on this vacation, I was having a beer made. A Mr. J's um, IPA made. Shout out, Revette Brewing. Tony Revette. What up, bro? For a party I was having. After. You know, later on. So when that party came, um, I did want to taste the beer that was made for me so I did have a drink of it and it was delicious and juicy and um that was it but that was a couple months after but when I took that drink I was nervous I was gonna just want to keep drinking it and drinking it and get fucked up again I did it I was like ashamed of drinking that sip even so that's when I knew I could do this for real like for real for real so now we're about eight months past that day of that little sip. And there hasn't been any alcohol. There hasn't been any want of alcohol. There's been numerous, nah, I'm okay on the shot. Nah, I don't want the bottle. Nah, I'm good on a beer. Eh, I will take a Verner's, and I'm okay with it. I'm comfortable with it for a number of reasons. The best one is I just feel better I wake up every morning I want to get up out every morning I don't want to just lay in bed because my head hurts and my stomach hurts because I drank too much or I had one too many shots you know I don't like that feeling I don't like the feeling of just getting up like normal and still dragging and not thinking you're hungover just dragging all the time that is a hangover you just know how to deal with it because you've had so many of them I wake up in the morning now and I am literally ready to fucking go I'm not sober, air quotes, by any means, I guess. I still like my herbal medicine. I consider myself sober. I know you people out there, well, no one listening here because there's only probably like 15 of you. But people in the real world will throw stones saying you're not sober. So I try to avoid sober. I just try to say I'm alcohol free, haven't had alcohol. Any bad time of my life came from alcohol. Waking up blackout drunk in... Cold-ass ditch out in Bay City in February from blackout, bad moment. Just starting arguments with people because you're a drunk dick, bad moment. Ruining basically my relationship with my wife's immediate family, bad moment. I'm not happy about it. I tried to own up and some people can't move forward some people only dwell i'm not a dweller i recollect on the past but i do not dwell on the past especially the bad shit i'm definitely not going to dwell on no bad shit i've already done and i've already tried to make amends for numerous times with without anything so it, it is what it is you know what i mean i move forward i move on i learn my lesson and my lesson is don't drink and don't get fucking wild and crazy and say mean and hurtful shit to anybody The first like four months of this non-drinking thing, I felt like a boring fucking loser, man. I didn't want to, there's nothing to do. I I didn't want to go be around all the drinking because I wasn't ready for that yet. You know what I mean? I just wasn't having fun watching other people get fucked up yet. No, I don't give a shit, man. It's fun. I like talking with drunk people. I like when my friends get drunk. I don't. It doesn't bother me. I'm here to help anybody that wants to try to quit because I feel it's good for anybody, but I'm not trying to push it or whatever or trying to force it or some people can handle it. Some people can drink all the time and function in life and be okay. Some people can't. I don't know. There's no like a few drinks for me. It's either all or nothing. You know what I mean? It's I'm just going to go have a beer on Tuesday night and it'd be Wednesday morning when I was finished. Not every night, but a lot. I don't know where this is going. This is rambling. This is just my therapy session now. I need to call it Therapy with Mr. J. I still want to talk to people. I still want to get it together. Um, But with life back and forth and catering and shit all over the place, it's kind of hard for me to concentrate. I'm just a simpleton um, that just likes to work hard and have fun. So, I mean, I I didn't feel very chill after that last episode. Um, letting all those demons and those emotions out. Um, there's only a few people that know that stuff. My wife, one of them. And she probably didn't even know all of it. And then maybe a couple friends. I've told a few pieces of things too. I'm a to myself kind of guy. I love being around everybody, and I love interacting with people. But on my own time and my own mind, I just like uh, being solo, man. It's just therapeutic for me. I quit drinking, and I started stretching, and I started like a push-up plank routine, and I started like it's not really. I don't sit there and meditate and hum hum. I just sit on my front porch or I sit in my backyard or I sit in my garage. I just sit there and I try to literally zone out and not pay attention to anything around me for at least a half hour. It helps. It sounds silly, but shutting my mind down from a high anxiety person but a personality to always thinking and always trying to plan and always trying to be prepared for everything. It really helps just to knock it down. I also have been low dosing on mushrooms. I'm not afraid to say that. I did it for three weeks straight in a row and I never felt better. I stopped doing it for three weeks. I still feel good, but the anxious nerves are there that aren't there with those. And it's not a lot. I don't ever trip out. I'm not tripping balls laying in the front yard looking at stars every night. take a couple before bed and I sleep like a fucking baby. Six hours straight and I think that's just the magic to it all i drink lots of water because i don't drink anything else I, ch- I drink pop i like to treat myself to pop but i try not to and without drinking beer when i'm at parties now i find myself slamming bottles of water but that's a good thing man i mean um 150 ounces of water a day i feel is doing me good um i've always been just a clean person because um uh, the food service you know what i mean like um cleanliness and hygiene and stuff has always been important to me so i'm not um worried about spreading or anything like that because i clean and i take care of things i touch what i need to touch i'm not touching everything you know and i know i know how to act to keep myself safe to be able to stay and work because in my line of work um up until this last little shutdown i've never been able to go more than a week or so without getting paid and being week to week you can't miss days Because you miss money. So I always just tried to keep myself at least healthy enough to be able to go to work. You know what I mean? So that was a good start without even really trying. You know, I'm not going to act like I'm a health nut or nothing. I eat what I want. I just manage my portions. And without alcohol, it's just been a game changer. I look forward to the future. I look forward to just getting back to catering. Being out it has been so nice to just talk to people that I don't know. And just chat up people and just every day just small conversation and just fun laughs and just getting my mr j's name out there some people may know me mr j's and they may say i'm an asshole they may know me personally from however long ago they know me and that's okay because that is a part of me they may meet that person that's only known me for a year or so and that person may have only good things to say about me because i've been trying hard to be better for a while now and i feel like i'm getting the hang of it um you just deal with your setbacks it's never going to be perfect but as long as you try for what your better is it's a good thing Don't try for other people's better because other people won't fucking care. People will tell you they care when you're drunk, sitting with them in a basement, talking about needing to stop drinking. But when you actually do it and you're not drinking and that's no fun for them, they will throw you to the side. And there's also people that will, your friends, that will still drink and still live their everyday life and still let me live my everyday life and nothing has changed. And we're still all good, and we are under an agreement because we're friends that we're here to help each other out with what we have to deal with because we're different. It may be alcohol for me, divorce for you, drugs for you. I mean, you know what I mean. It may be something different for everybody, but that's what we do, man. If you really care about someone, you really want to help them get through it. Anybody that wants to help not drink, I've had people reach out. Surprisingly, it was like shocked me, like what the hell? How am I going to help anybody? I don't even know what's going on yet. But the more I get closer, and the more I now realize that. i I don't want alcohol I don't need it it's not gonna be a thing it's not gonna be a problem anymore for me but it is a problem it's a battle it's something I probably wanted to do since I was 33 years old but didn't have the courage didn't have the self-control didn't have the patience didn't have the fucking fortitude to grind it out and make a change for myself when I did that I completed that I really do feel like I completed that I know some people battle in five years 10 years 20 years is still hard I don't want to drink I don't need to drink. I can go around it. I can go to a bar. I can go anywhere and have fun without drinking. I don't care. Some people may need that too. People have reached out. A handful of people have reached out. I want help. I want help. I'm here for you. I'm helping. I'm helping. I check in. Hey, how are you? Is it going good? And you don't hear. And you know what happens. People get ashamed when they can't hold themselves accountable. So some people want someone else to. I have a hard enough time trying to hold myself accountable. I'm still trying to find ways, things, shooting hoops in the winter, um, I'm back to smashing softballs now. My golf league bike rides have just saved me. When I, The last year when I'm at home and it's like a Tuesday night or a Thursday night or a Sunday night or a Saturday afternoon and I want to get drunk because there's nothing to do, I go on a bike ride for an hour and i come back and i don't want to do it no more and i feel good and i got a little exercise i got a little sunshine i got a little fresh air and i move forward so you just got to find your peace with yourself i guess i don't know man it took me forever i've tried all the diets um i've tried everything to get my weight and my eating where i like it and it's taken me to this intermittent fasting that has just changed my life i've been strict on that for six mo- eight months six or eight six about eight months now yeah so you know what i mean that along with not drinking along with a rational mind because of not drinking. Now I think a little bit more before I say stuff. That's what this podcast thing kind of does. I've put a few things down. I've come in here a handful of times the last few weeks and started talking for a half hour, but it felt like it was being a whiny little bitch. It felt like it was being angry. And that's not chilling with Mr. J. Chilling with Mr. J is being open minded and having a rational conversation with people about topics that are uncomfortable. So before you get blackout drunk, The next time before you leave the house happy and come home angry and start an argument and fight with your wife right before bedtime over silliness before you're walking out of the bar hammered about to drive home we've all done it I've done it so many times and I'm fortunate to still be standing here without any incidents so before you do all that stuff I don't know try talking Try talking to yourself. Try talking to someone you live with. And if that doesn't work, try talking to someone outside of your box that you can feel comfortable with. You don't have to go seek professional help. That's why this took me so long. Maybe if I would have talked to somebody, maybe these feelings would have come out and I get that now. Maybe they would have come out and I would have felt better. But I I highly doubt that talking to someone I don't know, I would have even said those feelings to someone. I would have shut it down. I would have tried to get out of there and I would have been short. Because I don't, I don't just let loose to strangers. Um, you could say this podcast thing kind of is like that, but uh, right now it's just me in a room with some blue lights talking into a microphone. It's helped me. I don't care to say it helps me. I don't care what it looks like. I don't, I don't care anymore. I know who I am. I know what I'm trying to be, and I know what I'm trying to raise. And you can either come along you can either step aside or I guess you could try to get in the way. I don't know why anybody tries to get in the way of anybody else's life. It seems silly. I think some people are just bored and realize that things maybe don't make you as happy as you thought things would. And sometimes just life experiences um, outside of one place are better than any kind of thing you could have. If you want to chill with Mr. J, please call the Chillin' Mr. J hotline at 989-372-6169. And as always, you can follow all the chillin' at chillin' underscore with underscore Mr. underscore J. That's chillin' with Mr. J and all the fucking underscores on Instagram. Sometimes you're going to face an opponent that you think is unbeatable. An opponent that has your number. An opponent that wants to take you down, wants to ruin you. When that moment comes, there's either two things you can do: you either fold up like a little bitch, or you keep shooting. Mister J, don't stop gunning. <coughs> <coughs> this is the Mister J Underground Podcast Network. Peace out. Ah, oh, a bit faster. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing catering, you ass better call me back, you sucker.